Reset, a podcast about where we've been and where we're going. Currently, we're in the midst of a global pandemic. The whole planet feels like it's holding its breath because, let's face it, everything is fucked. Most of us ask ourselves from time to time, what if I'm wrong? What else is out there? And now seems like it would be a great time to reevaluate things. Many people are already taking the opportunity. In the middle of all this uncertainty, someone in the Hong Kong riots wrote graffiti that just says, we can't return to normal because the normal that we had was precisely the problem. What follows is a series of anonymous interviews that revolve around the question, how do you want to live your life? You might agree with some of what's said, or you might agree with none of it at all, but hopefully you'll come to some conclusions of your own by the end. So let's share the stage. Let's pass the mic. And let's hit reset. seen an iRobot where like the the sentient robot is hiding among all those like thousands of drones and that's what I think of when you say people I think of just like so many of the same thing just like lined up in a, in a just like a rice <laughs> we're all just we're all just the same like basic carbon unit you know uh, so sweaty disgusting humans when I when I think people I, I think of the masses I think of that it's, it's not a hygiene issue. It's it's just a it's a population density issue. So many people. Yeah, I'm not thinking about dolphins or Ishmael. I'm... How would you define people? People. Hell yeah. People. Yeah. People. So all right, this crazy thing happened on our planet. It's like we call it organic life. And it's weird. It's like basically like elements started reproducing themselves. <laughs> and then the more like the cells like reproduce themselves, they would like change into different variations. And that's why there's all this crazy stuff like growing it, like all like on the planet and everything. It's, it's wild. <laughs> there's this one uh, like kind of life that, that, uh, well, for example, like I am a people and, uh, yeah, we've got like language. It's pretty awesome. There, there are exceptions, but I would say that is uh, like a human universal. That is the, how I would define it. All right. Okay. I mean, there's the whole paradox of like, if you cut off my arm, am I still Ben? Sure. If you cut off my other arm, am I still Ben? Yeah. At what point of you slicing me? <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah, like the idea of people or humans are, you know, there are fuzzy areas. Where it's like maybe you don't have language because you were born with a certain like disability, but I would I would not say that any other species is people. How would you define people? That's a question that my husband loves. Not surprising to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, what makes someone a person? I, from thinking about this many times, I think it has to do with having 
a conscience and whether or not you think the conscience lives in the soul or lives in something somewhere else is also up for debate but for me um i do believe in the soul and so i think something like what makes someone a person is a conscious within a soul all right consciousness i don't think that is limited wait oh sorry is it conscience or consciousness consciousness sorry oh oh okay so a consciousness housed in a soul all right yeah how would you define people about it 
that she just kept going back to her own values of like radical connection, radical connection. That is the work. That is the work. And I was just like, God, that is so good and also so not enough for me and so hard. Um, and so it's people that make the work so, 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 so difficult, like so dirty, so demoralizing, so hard, but also the work, like so important. Like this notion of like building radical relationship people it was it's very it's very it's that that to me is is an element of that it's just really that's what i think of when i think of people like i i don't think about people or individuals honestly really outside of um you know collective humanity that's not, just not something i just it's not how my mind i'm not saying it's bad if people do i'm just saying it's not how my where my mind goes and so you know, the work that I, that we do as racial equity practitioners is people work. It is people work. And there is no, there's no doing this without, um, without being in a relationship of some kind. And that relationship can be an antagonistic one. I'm not saying it can't be an attack, that it can't be an antagonistic or even an unhealthy one, but it is about being in a relationship of some kind with other people and how do we as people who are, in the field of like doing like justice labor and the majority of us are people with marginalized identities. What does that look like? And how does that just, I, that to me is like, is a central question that I think about ad nauseum and that is hard to really. Um, yeah. It's hard to I think about people. I don't people think there is that. like one answer. I guess it's just, I don't know. Okay. All um, right. But that's what I, that's what I think of when I think of people. would you define people? When I think of people, when like people say people, I always like to say, okay, yeah, like people like you and me, people who are trying to live their lives, people who need to eat, who need to sleep. Like I try to think of people as the, as the most kind of classless form Hmm. of our existence. However, I don't know that, that feels a little, ingenuine because I do think when I hear the word people I think I typically think of like the working class as one of the places my head first goes but when I'm like talking about people and people especially who are different from me and why we need to like accept people who are different and accept people of different religions different Mm -hmm. beliefs and different everything like it's always like they're just people like they're just trying to live and yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, and I think that's why I think of the working class is because when I think of power to the people, I think power to the people who are like the working class, the people who are literally powering. So I think that's why I think of the working class. I also like, yeah, you. I mean, you bring up such a good point of like who defines who a person is to give them the right to vote. Like thinking of in the United States, like how many people are in prison, how many people don't have the right to vote. And, and how quickly it is for the government to take away people's right to vote. When I think about Palestine and, like, you know, the number of uh, Palestinians who actually have the ability to vote in Israeli elections is so small, and there are so many people in prisons, and everyone in the West Bank and Gaza who has to live under Israeli rule, using the Israeli economic system, using the Israeli currency, but has no right to vote. So yeah. um, when I hear the word people, when I think about people, I think about individual human beings who are trying to survive and trying to trying to live um i definitely think 
that the reason why my head goes to the working class is just because whenever I think of democracy and power to the people, like that's that's who I'm thinking of. How would you define people? There were a lot of interesting themes that came up in people's responses to the term people. I think one of the one of the really interesting ones was like uh, people kept talking about um, seeing each other for who they are and recognizing the humanity of the other. And I think somebody touched on the concept of overpopulation, which I thought was really interesting that that's where that's where their head went. And like valid as shit, right? Like that is what people like. There's too many people on the planet. Like that's a thing that people hear and say on the regular. There was also like a a curious thread of like everyone kind of like personally identified with the word as far as I could tell, either explicitly or implicitly people were like talking about people and including themselves in that term. Two of the most outstanding aspects of being people that, that came up in these interviews were that like it was generally considered to be exclusive to humanity, homo sapiens sapiens, and also that being people deserves respect that fascinates me because like in the context of racism and patriarchy for example one group decides for another if they are people or not and then that decision has like enormous implications historically speaking yeah for like black people and for women for example or for people who were not born in a certain territory you have curtailed rights to vote to own land to make money for yourself i guess Um, to expect safety, rights to your own children, you know? Like, being people means rights most of the time when people talk about people. The really weird thing in that those examples I just gave is that a group decided for another group. So who who are the people that get to decide on the word people and who's included in that? Because, yeah, like, being a person means to have rights, to have respect, to have a certain degree of autonomy. And I mean, the word, because of the fact that it gives power, seems like it's often abused. I mean, people talk about savages, you know, in a very pejorative way about indigenous communities and imply that these are not truly people. <laughs> they, they treat them as such. They don't afford them rights. They don't afford them respect and they don't afford them autonomy. And it's, it's honestly, it's democracy's little pressure point, right? It's democracy's dirty little secret. Demo means people and kratos means power. So demokratos, democracy, is power to the people but who gets to define whose people and we've i mean we've all seen our species dehumanize itself in various ways when we're trying to like enact violence against a different group that's not ours i guess some examples are like nazis called jewish people rats and uh the hutus and the tutsis they like famously engaged in genocide against each other while referring each side to the other as cockroaches like white supremacists use racial slurs to like hide the personhood of others. Men often use derogatory terms towards women to sort of take their personhood from them. And I think like really fascinatingly, the military uses code language to refer to their enemy. Tangos. Like what the fuck is that? What what really gets me though is this question why aren't we all considered people? I was reading about these people that were studying sea anemones and how 
they were talking about how like fascinating it was that these different anemones displayed different traits like they were exhibiting personalities and i mean you know dog like anybody who's ever owned a dog knows dogs have personalities why are they not persons like why why are we so stingy with the application of this term why is there such pushback to the idea of non-human people and i feel like to me that strongly implies that like we just don't want to share rights. <laughs> like we just don't, we want the rights, but we don't want to share them with other beings because we don't have to, we don't want to have to like respect them. Like if I don't have to respect this other being, then I can just treat it like however I want. Our entire society is based on that. And it's interesting because like the dude that gave Seattle its name, he referred to trees as our brothers. And around the world, more traditional communities have a tendency to refer to the rest of the living world, if not also rivers and shit, uh, forests, as people. And it's also interesting to me that, like, little kids usually do this too. They talk to walls, they talk to rocks, they talk to fucking everything, and they're, like, trained out of it. That's so weird to me. It then, it then pushes me to the question, what would the world be like if we did share rights with other beings and if we did extend respect in every direction? It's weird, right? Because like, if I recognize a cow or a tree as a person, does that mean I can't eat the cow or burn the tree for fuel? Like, of course I can. Like, all species are interdependent. Like, we all consume each other. It's fucking normal. It's fine. But here's the difference, I think, that I see we would no longer be able to justify pig farms like we have them. And we would no longer be able to justify having Terminator crops and like fucking with the genetic code <laughs> of like corn or whatever so that they can't produce working seeds from year to year. We wouldn't be able to do that because we'd have like enshrined rights for these people, these other beings. Our society would be like, pressed to let animals roam free and let plants get eaten by you know non-humans for example i think that bothers us a lot like we hate it that other things eat what we've carefully cultivated but it's not our planet alone it's also their planet it's weird it's like that that cat copernicus once suggested right like if you look at the way the world moves you get the distinct impression that maybe everything doesn't revolve around us. The main justification that I think we humans use for denying others personhood is that they compare poorly to us. In fact, we use the same logic against each other. Like, um, if I want to say, you know, the definition of being a person is to be whatever it is I am, you know, you have black hair, you have to be so tall, you have to be male, you have to be heterosexual. Like I could say the list of what I am and then use that as the yardstick to which I compare everybody else. And if they compare unfavorably to that, then they're less likely to be considered people by me. That's pretty fucked up. And it dovetails in with the concept of supremacy that I touched on earlier. And it's the same logic that we use to like justify our treatment of other beings like we deny personhood to other people because they compare so poorly to us and ironically like we compare poorly to them if if i was like comparing myself to a bird like i can't fly <laughs> like i would fail that test i can't go for 15 days without water like a camel can um, I can't smell as well as a dog. Like dogs can smell like 10,000 times better than humans. 
flatworms, I guess. I was reading about how flatworms can regrow like basically any part of their body that gets cut off. I can't do that. And if I'm getting compared to flatworms, then I absolutely would fail. And the weird thing is that we do actually share a lot of things in common. We just like, for those things that we do share in common, we tend to ignore. Like, I was reading about how water buffalo society is like matriarchal and they tend to decide like which way they're going to go by lifting their heads slowly in the direction that they want to go. And like, if they don't reach a consensus, if they don't all agree, like, okay, we're going to the West or whatever, then they like sleep on it and vote again the next morning. Like they vote like that's fucking crazy. And like the more I learn about animals um, and plants, the more I feel like, wow, we actually do have a fair amount of things in common. Like mama cows absolutely freak the fuck out when their kids are taken from them. And elephants, baby elephants, they suck their trunks for comfort. Like uh, babies suck their thumbs. I guess orca whales, they like spoil their grandchildren with like extra fish <laughs> or whatever orcas like. Um, and then I was also learning how plants send each other like sugars and nutrients through the soil and medicines through the soil when one of them gets sick. Just because I don't understand what another being is saying doesn't mean it's not saying shit. Like, who hasn't recognized, like, oh, this dog is excited. <laughs> like, it's saying something very clearly. It's like, not all of the language is something I'm fluent in. I don't speak fluent dog, but I speak fluent life, and that should be enough in some regards, right? Broccoli fights for its life, just like I do. And it tries its best to survive in adverse circumstances, just like I do. I've heard people say that, like, instead of raising animals and plants and fungus or whatever up, insects up to be people, we should instead lower ourselves to recognize that we're not so special. We're just animals. And, like, it's, the you know, potato, potato is the same thing. I don't care. Like, either way, we shouldn't think we're so goddamn special. Honestly, yeah, if interdimensional extraterrestrials come to Earth, they could use the same logic that we use in dominant culture to, like, dismiss us the way that we dismiss all of our current neighbors on this planet. How would you define people?